where we witnessed the worldie, then saw a man get sent off for clapping. The hearts are definitely back. Part 200. My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by Simon, Hammy and Paddy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. So first of all, uh, last week, both Paddy and I uh, were, were missing the podcast uh, we were busy. Um, there's normally one of us who simply records the podcast. Simon took the reins and just didn't. <laughs> what a great chat. I'm sure it was a, it was a different time um, back then. Um, but yeah, Simon, the boys and I have been discussing your forfeit and it's been agreed that you must sing Hector Nickel Naked. So over to you. <laughs> I'm always naked on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. From the waist down. Um, but yeah, and it's been that long since we actually done a podcast then, Hammy. You've actually had a bairn and it's now off the primary one. <laughs> <laughs> they grow so fast nowadays. It's right. mental. It's mental. Um, bye. A big congratulations to you. Um, but yeah, since there, there was no podcast recorded, uh, last week uh, we've played three times since the last podcast which was covering the Hibs game and we've played five out of six really quite shit halves of football don't <laughs> 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 worry we won't uh, do a deep dive into all of them um, as usual we'll, we'll go into the most pressing if matters first shall we um, this one goes back over a week or so ago we are Tynecastle's Kebab Pie somehow never won an award at the Pie Awards <laughs> Didn't, but the low-fat mince pie did. Oh. Is that an option? Like when you, when you buy a mince pie, is it just low-fat? I've never ever seen that <laughs> as an option. I, what, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who's gone to a football game and gone. Can what I want? I like fancy that low-fat option. <laughs> I know. If you're drinking like Bovril and having a steak pie, a mince pie, it's it's not exactly culinary delights. So. It's weird. But, yeah. Well, I'll be well done for winning that award and all that, but get better, eh? Right. wonder if it's like Coke, Coca-Cola, to clarify. <laughs> Whether it's like a Coke option or a Diet Coke option. You got like a Diet Pie option on the board. <laughs> the health conscious hearts, man. Which mm, doesn't exist. <laughs> um, aye, that was the pies. Uh, Craig Gordon, um, somehow back at training which is crazy he literally had a double leg break like the other day um, quite enjoyed on Twitter like electricians arguing with like professional medics and stuff like explaining to them how it's possible like why he's back on a, on a weight machine and stuff steroids yeah it's probably steroids <laughs> <laughs> is that it? just a quick recycle over Christmas I'm, I'm a big sceptic and I believe that all top level sportsmen are taking steroids not saying that most hearts players are top level sportsmen but Craig Gordon but yeah if there's a wee grass listening (laughs) 
I don't care. What are they going to do? Take me to court because I'm saying they're on steroids. That just screams guilty. <laughs> I was wondering if someone like grasped and Craig Gordon got oh, tested. Right, tested. But surely no one other than Hearts fans are listening and they wouldn't grasp. Nick Walsh, if he's listening, he would grasp. <laughs> Did you see Nick Walsh grass on that wee boy? <laughs> <laughs> I was fuming. I was tempted to run round from the wheat field and run down to that big guy because I knew he was going to get pulled for it. Aye, he needed to I, get out of there. Yeah, but I couldn't believe the ref was the one to go and action it. Well, we jobby worst referee in Scotland, by the way, Nick Walsh. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the most obvious person to grasp on anybody via referee. They've got no pals, so none of them. <laughs> yeah, he's a sad little boy. <laughs> I suppose being a referee, like your literal job is to be a grass. <laughs> I suppose. You're just a paid grass. You're a paid informer. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Craig Gordon isn't actually taking steroids, but it's something about pins and like. Steroids. Craig <laughs> <laughs> Gordon is 100% taking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Um, quick wee hang. I saw Scotland under 16s beat Lichken, Lichkenstein, Lichkenstein, <laughs> 8 0, like about a month ago now. Um, but six of the goal scorers play for Hearts. That was quite something. It's decent. Right, they're probably on roids as well. <laughs> <laughs> well Hearts, how deep does it go, Paddy? Um, <clears throat> I that was the, the Scotland Hearts steroid boys. Um, I'll tell you who's not on steroids Robbie Nielsen's been saying that Liam Boyce is back running um, <laughs> and he has a chance of returning before the end of the season which we kind of expected but didn't expect him to get a contract um, <laughs> Benny however is still behind Boyce um, and if you see him around Tynecastle, you won't be surprised he's still hobbling about and struggling to get upstairs and stuff with his uh, bad leg that was some slip <laughs> Hi. It's baffling, like it's taken this long, and there's not really been an explanation of what the delays have been. They've yeah. just kind of said that there are delays, so it would be interesting to see what's actually gone on. Mm-hmm. I think it's now time to congratulate Peter Haring on his new IT job as well because he's never <laughs> playing again. No, we shouldn't laugh about it, like, no, definitely not, like to that extent because that is awful and. You know, concussions are very serious. We all follow the NFL and have seen some right hairy stuff um, come out of concussions. But, um, I mean, his time at Hearts is going to be over. You know, he's not going to suddenly be better now overnight at this stage and see out the season, is he? No. Unless, does he get like a contract extension if he plays a certain amount of games? Because this could just be Nielsen Lyon, which he is famous for. I'm sure Haring would be talking to the paper. <laughs> oh well. Um, but I all, all the best. Um, seems like yeah. I love the guy, and I'll remember yeah. him fondly for being an absolute Rolls Royce in there next to Ollie Lee. And <laughs> <laughs> a very poor Hearts team. And um, I, Benny, Christ, those Benny had two serious. We spoke of this before, like two long-term injuries before, and now he's had this one. 
you know, I think if Benny hadn't had these injuries, he wouldn't be at Hearts. He would be no. playing for Everton. Or so what you're Everton. saying is we should be thankful for the injuries. <laughs> no, I'm saying like he's obviously made of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but do you not? Do you remember that picture that came out of him, Craig Gordon, and I can't remember the other player. Never it like a charity. Taking lines of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> And like Benny, just legs were so much thinner and skinnier than like the other two players. He doesn't doesn't have the build of a football player. No. <clears throat> Neither does. I am talking about somebody who doesn't have the build of a football player. <laughs> I know what you mean. He doesn't have that footballer's legs. Foot, Phil Stamp had oh. like. Three times the size of a footballer's legs. Ah, exactly. There's a man that was never eating a diet pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that's in Boyce coming back. You may see him play post-split once we've chucked it. Scottish Cup <laughs> final. Right, play in the Cup final. Go extra time. Get Lose beat. <laughs> <laughs> No, this year's our year. <laughs> uh, those two GMS has confirmed us out for the season. He won't kick a ball for the Hearts again. Oh no! Um, which is which is okay. He was a championship signing. All the best, Jackson. him. All the best, him. He'll be he'll he'll play for another team in the Prem. Dundee United again, probably when they're in the championship. Or Aberdeen when they're in the championship. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be some one of those jobbies anyway. Um he's from like up in the Highlands, eh? Ross uh, County. He's from like very, very far north. Mm-hmm. He'll oh. get himself a wee gig in Dingwall. Here bed. Oh, here bed. <laughs> <laughs> one of those guys. Um and yeah, Peter Haring, who we spoke about, who's now yeah, he was just raising funds for big hearts at the plaza. <laughs> the weekend so was Craig Gordon to be fair he had this oh. wild look in his eyes like he'd been on something I don't know <laughs> yeah steroids um, and just, uh, something I noticed so there's only one only one game at Tynecastle between now and the 8th of April when we play St Mirren um, we've got St Johnston on the 4th of March it's crazy, yep. and I won't be at that because I'll be on my holidays. So it's a, a really mental run of fixtures ahead. Five away games, Hamilton, not in a row, but uh, Hamilton on Friday, Motherwell away, Celtic, Aberdeen, and Kilmarnock. Oh, good. <laughs> Aye, difficult, difficult times at SPFL. Hi. <laughs> 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 It's the, the business end of the season, isn't it? And Jarvie, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that home fixture on the 8th of April the last home fixture before the split for Hearts, or is there another one after that? I think there's one more. I'm sure we're at home we last game before the split. Yeah, right. Ross County on the 22nd of April, which would be the last one, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's three games before the split. That's mental. We're at the start of February. I know. <laughs> it's corruption again. It's Doncaster. <laughs> I try to relegate us. Mm-hmm. It's not too late. <laughs> um, aye, fixtures, eh? That's, uh, that's all the new stuff, but moving on to transfer business, because we haven't recorded since the January transfer window closed. Um, Blackpool bidding 600000 for Civic, 
then upping it to 800,000. Hearts released a statement basically saying that Mick McCartney was a big lying bastard. <laughs> Mick McCartney. <laughs> uh, which, is, which is hilarious. Uh, that, that was good fun. I kind of didn't mind that we didn't sign anyone on deadline day. <laughs> it was all very consuming. Uh, but Mick um, McCartney. <laughs> McCarthy, I said. You definitely said McCartney, but it was, it was comedy gold. <laughs> That'll be that, that old dyslexia again, eh? Um, but, and Paddy, no, no shitty, shitty jokes on money here, but what are you thinking? Don't be civic. Is genuinely worth. What would you see him go for in the summer? Paddy Suter's just gone for 15 million. Rolls and Suter. Uh, Rolls and Suter? <laughs> Rolls Aye. and Civic are just as good as him, so 15 million. <laughs> We've got this is this is the problem with Scottish football. They just accept really low bids, like Big Mick McCartney was trying to put in. <laughs> he was raging with that as well. There was a response, I think. Was there? The heart saying it was like, yeah. I don't know what it was, but I know it was an angry one. Like angry Northern English guy that played for Ireland. I, I saw him once. I was just looking there, right? Ryan Porteous six months left on his deal for 300,000 and we're getting offered 800 grand it's just over double or initially it was just double that for a guy who's got a few years left right. mm-hmm. <laughs> football. Yeah. and it's not only one an Edinburgh derby has scored in an Edinburgh derby <laughs> oh, gone on a maze in an Edinburgh derby exactly so I think it is I, I, I wouldn't you know I think in the millions yeah, is not asking too much. Um, oh, let's see how he goes. Let's let's not, you know, let's remember he didn't have a great start to the season as well. But he has That's come in a game really well. Food. <laughs> <laughs> it shows you what the club values him is at as well because no, they didn't really even entertain this offer. They just put out a statement being like, literally, if they could have, they would have been like, "Fuck off!" Like that yeah. is insulting. Also, and this, there's no offense to Blackpool, but. City and the club. Here we go. Getting promoted to the Premier League, and why would you want to live in Blackpool over Edinburgh? <laughs> Come on, Blackpool. Other than as a child to the what's it called, the Pleasant Beach, Pleasant Beach or something. <laughs> Pleasure Beach. <laughs> So just pleasure beaches. Mick McCartney that. at the pleasant. <laughs> I have had the busiest Monday. My brain is frazzled. Expect this to get worse. Um, but yeah, I've saw like plenty of police shows, and it was just basically one ginormous. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I reckon. Three million is what Toby Sibic is genuinely worth. Round I don't think that's five. unreasonable. Yeah. Five. He's English. <laughs> You'd be such a good negotiator, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was Sibic. Um, it was confirmed, I think it was the day after transfer deadline day, that uh, Stephen Humphreys was confirmed as staying until the end of the season, um, which was kind of like a fake news new signing. <laughs> From the club, but we'll take it. Um, 
And yeah, Sean Maloney went to Wigan, so he'll be keeping close tabs on on Humphreys and deciding his fate in the summer, should we want him, by the looks of it. I don't know much about Wigan, but... I know, one or <laughs> two things. Um, I'm pretty sure you'd rather live in Edinburgh than Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> They've got this promenade, right? <laughs> Other than that, it's just one ginormous council estate. <laughs> um, I reckon what, Hammy? What's the transfer record for Hearts Bez Leisure? Six hundred and seventy odd. Eight fifty. Uh, Eight fifty. I'm sure. I wonder if nope. if we get third and Europe's confirmed, if we are thereabouts in a transfer record signing for Stephen Humphreys. Oh. You gotta remember that was two thousand and six. We paid that, so it's very nearly what is it? Seventeen years ago, oh, we paid that. And um, <laughs> inflation and monies and such things like probably about five million now. Listen, <laughs> ah, mate, the Bosnian billet was one hundred percent a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> oh, he was ah, a we, builder. I mean, we bumped the payment as well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hearts way. <laughs> Only Vladimir Romanov could bump a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Genius. Um, but I seriously, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna sign him in the summer with one year left on his contract, we're gonna be paying upwards of half a million for him if we're wanting him. So um, yeah, but he's, he's harsh as fuck, isn't he? And it'd be money well spent. Yeah. Rather so. than certain other players that have not been money well spent. <laughs> name names, Paddy. No, no, no. I'm sure we'll get to them. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Stephen Humphreys. He's got a fantastic new song as well. Well, we should say that the Gorgie Ultras have got a fantastic new song about Stephen Humphreys. He's not wrote a song. <laughs> <laughs> Releasing albums. <laughs> they would definitely be like those, like Manchester MC albums, eh? Oh yeah. Right. Bad boy chiller crew. Aye. That's sort of vibe. You see him plays behind a course at black tinted windows. <laughs> um, and yeah, Paddy, you've been reading my notes because Harry Suter's bigger and better. Um, sorry, Harry Suter, the bigger and better version of John the Snake Suter, joined Leicester for fifteen million pounds. Um, is it fifteen? I had thirteen here. Fifteen million. That's good. We, we're never normally incorrect to our facts. So it's just... <laughs> um, but this also sets, genuinely sets a bar for Kai Rolls, doesn't it? If yes. he continued statistically to, to play at this level. Bob came out and said it as well. Yeah. yeah. Whether whether that sets the bar at the same price, I don't know if the club mean that, yeah. but they gives them an idea of the market. <clears throat> and was, was Rolls not statistically the better player at the World Cup as well? Like uh, got an absolute are... diamond on their hands. Right, we do. And the only people that can fuck this up are hearts. And I believe in them that they <laughs> definitely will fuck this up somehow <laughs> in some way. Oh, easily. He will has he got five years left on his deal? Yeah. <laughs> he will leave at the end of his five year deal. <laughs> <laughs> For nothing. That's Kai Rolls. So the January transfer what uh, transfer window in, in a roundup then um, Oda 
written off already by some. Yeah, by you. <laughs> right. The only person to write them off so far. <laughs> only in a group chat. So let's keep that quiet. Um, he's, he's, he's protected because he's described as a project signing. Yeah, fair enough. He's protected by that, but that he's, he's, he does, he's shown a lot of potential, hasn't he? Yeah, he's wow. just moved to the other side of the world. Yeah, I mean, we know he's still got a translator. He's playing a very different style of football. Mm-hmm. I am willing to give him well over a year to settle in. I agree. I don't think that. we need him to play well now. So, no, that's it. He's still he's very young, isn't he? Twenty one. Is it early twenties? Yeah. yeah. Right. Plenty of time. He'll be he'll be living on Gorgie Road for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's older James Hill coming in. Brilliant signing so far. Yeah, kind of immediate impact and slow down a wee bit, but he's um, very much a first team player for us, isn't he? Yeah, and long throws, man. You can't beat it. Hi. Yeah. Uh, rumor, rumor has it that's the only reason he was signed by Nielsen. <laughs> Nielsen just got him in and was showing him YouTube videos of Nielsen taking yeah, throws. Exactly. I think you're good, eh? <laughs> like when Zidane turned up to Real Madrid, he's like, "I think you're good." They started banging in free kicks and taking them all, taking them all, them all and in games. Nielsen just shows videos of that one tackle and a couple of throw-ins. <laughs> this is what my hair used to be like. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, I really like James Hill. Uh, he could be another one. Cost us money in the summer, but it could be a good move for him to get himself a better move back down south again. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, unless Bournemouth, well, they are the uh, where are they in the league? Probably going to get relegated, so yeah, no, so you know, he might get his way back in there. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and Cowell, not said, a central midfielder, but a very good player. <laughs> come on to, to the two different positions of Cowell. Um, but I, I think it's one of the most exciting players. I've seen for a while. You're just desperate to see him get a break with the ball, aren't you? Uh, you you kind of know something's going to happen when he gets the ball. Yeah. Which is mental given that he's only like 18. Yeah, but, that's it. Uh, uh, it's something about him. Eh? He's got, it seems to have that bit of star quality about him. Uh, a very good football player who I'm happy that's at hearts. Just, again, not playing in central midfield would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just raw ability, but like if he was on, if he's in Football Manager, several stats would be closer to a zero than a twenty. <laughs> but he'd have lots of good stuff in there between fifteen and twenty. Yeah. Same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I fucking mean. <laughs> um, and that's it. Kyle Lafferty's a free agent. Just saying. <laughs> No, thank you. That ship sailed a long time ago. Yeah, it gives you a different option off the bench, yeah, if we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it could bring us five important goals with you now and the end of the season. Right, moving on to, to football. Um, last week, Hammy, Simon and Cameron News would have covered the um, Livingston game. So if you can remember, talk us through it. Like in, in brief one, you know what I mean? Because it was a shite, you know, yeah, but yeah. talk us through your thoughts. Point in hindsight's fine. Livy are good at home. Pitch is shite. 
I kind of feel like if you've been in the Premier League for more than three seasons, you should probably have to get a grass pitch, or at least a hybrid. Um, I understand that having a pitch that can be used all the time out with the club is profitable for smaller clubs. Get a grip. <laughs> if, if you are a professional team in the top league and the league isn't paying you enough money to have a grass pitch or you're living so close to your limit, mm. then there's something wrong. Just pay up Tony Macaroni. <laughs> Sell more pasta for fuck's sake. Exactly. Let's, let's do a mass eat it. Tony Macaroni <laughs> once a year to subsidise the cost of them having a grass pitch. Exactly. Do it for the sake of the fucking league. But also, yeah. they've got this fucking all-weather pitch, right? And I don't know if he's had more games called off than Livingston has. Aye. Oh, An all-weather pitch that shite. seems to freeze when it's five degrees or under. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's very tin pot, and it's stuff like this that makes Scottish football look pathetic at times. Along with our referees, especially Nick Walsh. <laughs> Not naming names, but especially Nick Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Nick Walsh. Um, I don't know. I can't even remember. I watched the game, but I can't remember one like key moment. Couldn't tell you. Oh, when uh, Kyle came on and had about 20 shots. Yeah, the big talking yeah. point, he he missed a sitter. Um, we also rested quite a few players. That was a bit of a talking point. As oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think maybe concerns about the pitch and the game that we had on Wednesday. thought mm-hmm. Livy were probably the better team, so a point was fine. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. So, just moving on then to the Rangers game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, several players were rested. Against Livingston to to go pumped off a castle and uh, and compete with Rangers, and I think going into it like I, I barely spoke to a Hearts fan that didn't fancy it until we all seen the lineup. <laughs> but I, everyone was kind of like, "Fucking hell, Nielsen's going for it today." <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing playing Robert Snodgrass in the middle by himself? I suppose Mackay and were meant to be in there, but that is absolutely insane choosing them to, to go in there. Yeah, I it really was. I have a theory behind this, and like all my theories, it'll be wrong, but I think like your bendy water theory, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done this to go in the next game against an old firm team. Well, I played offensively before, and look what happened. Nah. I think sometimes managers are too close to the tree to see the wood. Mm, yeah. And I think he's thought, if I put Mackay and Cool, that's legs, either side of Snodgrass. Um, nah, I just didn't get it at all. Yeah, Cool has never been a central... Well, neither of them have been a central midfielder and are never going to be, so it made no sense no. whatsoever. Aye. No. The most mental thing for me, like when I think of Rangers, I always think about how strong they are in the centre of midfield. Yeah. They're a big side. You know, they've got very experienced players in there. So it's one genuinely one of those questions. Like, what did you think was going to happen, Nielsen? <laughs> like, did you think we were going to be have the ball that much that we were going to have Rangers just pinned back and it wouldn't matter? <laughs> we just had a four-year-old, as he know, Robert Snodgrass against three men in the middle of the park. Aye. 
Crazy. It was tactic suicide. <laughs> um, to let it, to let it run to half time was also insane because it wasn't working after like ten minutes. You seen what the fuck is going on? He did change after twenty five minutes when Alex Cochran had to go into the centre of midfield. There's no grass through to half time. Why though? Just make the sub. Yeah. Crazy. Never seen Cochran play centre mid either. No. He's slowly morphing into a little old Northern Irishman (laughs) called Michael (laughs) Smith. You just slot in there, son. Um, It was an absolute shambles of a game and we were chasing our tail right from the start. Yeah. I usual, it's, I don't know what the mentality is against Rangers, but we just crumble every time. We are their hips. Yeah. I would have really liked to have seen us play our normal formation from the start. I actually have two men in the middle of the park and just play normally, and I think it would have been completely different if we did from the start. Um, I think the game is over as soon as it started. I think the players looked lost as well. They didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. Aye. Like, playing a 19-year-old in his first game against, like, probably that level of competition in Scotland and playing him out of position in a position he's never played before. At what chance? You've got to set your players up to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm not sure if Nielsen maybe thought for the f- basically playing four up, up top. <laughs> That's what it was, really. Mackay, he fucking lost it. I think him and Lee McCulloch were snorting the old steroids before. Because <laughs> you had Mackay, Carroll, Ginelli, and Shanklin on, wasn't it? Just Snodgrass behind him. Yeah. Behind them, sorry. And then your back three and your two wing backs. It was absolutely nuts. So he just thought if we win the ball deep, we'll just bang it over the top. <laughs> One of them's <laughs> going to get the ball, surely. Yeah. One of you will do it. Um, but no, it was bread and butter for Rangers. Um, Alfredo Morelos, family stand on strings. <laughs> As always, turns up against us. Really just makes it look very easy. Yeah, right. should have put money on it. Should have been scoring at Dane Castle. Um, right. Yeah. What else do you say about that? Yeah, we shite. Move on. <laughs> it was push. Dundee United game. <laughs> um, half of half of it was push, but it was all it's all fine in the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, to speak about this one in a bit more detail, um, Simon, how did this kind of formation compare to the the Rangers game? I the exact same really. He just played players in positions they're comfortable with. He put Andy Halliday in at centre mid. I think what we can glean for that is he really does not like George Grant or Kia Kio in a two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it must be quite annoying if you're a player who's especially Grant and Kio where Kio wasn't playing at the top level, but paid money for him. Grant was playing at quite a good level. He's you'd probably think he's quite quite a good player in that squad. So. Must be frustrating seeing Halliday coming straight back from an injury, pretty much going straight in in a position you can play. Yeah. I always think when, see when Halliday starts with us, just immediately confused about what tactic, what formation Aye. you're playing in. Because you're not sure whether he's going to go into left wing back or centre mid. Mm-hmm. 
Aye. He had me he had me in Hammy but Fort Civic was playing centre mid with I've um, seen it a few times a few times, aye. I yeah. don't I don't know if I prefer Halliday or Keo or Grant or what, but um I I do think Dundee United were the better team and looked very comfortable up until their red card. Yeah. Mm. And they scored really early on, which kind of like set the game off on a a very spiteful and aggravating tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that? Well, let's jump into it there then. Um, yeah, very early goal from Stephen Fletcher. Simple low cross across the box. Um, and he, he basically had time to take a touch away from um, Clark and then hit it back ac- across goal. Um, Clark would be annoyed. Aye, Clark would be annoyed if he's let that in through his legs. Yeah. But, it was a good take. It was. As much as you, you hate him, to God to admire, you're a very good football player, Stephen Fletcher, silly. I know, but it's completely undone by his haircut. That's <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that's all about. I'm all for being expressive in yourself, but I feel like guys who have that haircut are literally just thinking this is different. They're not actually very different. Mm-hmm. Aye. It's funny, I saw a video during the week of him like just dressed like a norm, like not in a football <laughs> And Does he wear like, it down? No, he doesn't actually. No. <laughs> He's standing next to Charlie Mulgrew, who's got smash in here. He does. Um, but I, Stephen Fletcher, just looked very odd. Like, if you saw him in the street, you'd be like, well, fucking hell, look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Mulgrew's a very good looking guy. I never feel like that's talked about enough. He is. He is. Smash and heater, yeah. Right. Tell you that for, for free. Um, yeah, Stephen Fletcher. He's won. I think he won everything in the in the air the whole game. Yeah, he is good. That uh, this is why he was linked with Real Madrid all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the ability was always there. Um, right, moving on to the the red card, which has like, been appealed, we should say, by Dundee United somehow right. has been appealed. Which is mental. Those um. <clears throat> Those pie munchings and the United fans are going to have to do another sponsored walk. It's <laughs> money to pay for their appeal fine. <laughs> exactly. I hope they get a nine point deduction, to be perfectly honest. Appealing that is ridiculous. <laughs> they are going down like, um, but like, like it looked like a red card. It's like you can, you can kind of just get a feel for the pace of a tackle a lot of the time. Um, I, it is, it is hard because I think a lot of us have played football and like watched football and that's happened and you kind of feel like it's a bit soft but it is a red card like you can't yeah. go in with your stud shown like that and it, the the contact is sort of lower down than the still makes it look like he actually goes in because he does like the foot comes down quick but he still mm-hmm. makes contact with stud shown or a straight leg what's he thinking exactly uh, and Ryan Edwards he's been sent off against Hearts before I'm sure it was last season and he's also the man to have strangled Cammy Devlin. <laughs> uh, oh, he must fucking hate Hearts. He scored two absolute screamers against us yeah. as well, but came what? They lost both those games, so... Right. Dundee United games are fucking... I'd pay hundreds of pounds to watch Hearts Dundee United every week. Oh, aye, goals galore. It's always phenomenal. Um, and yeah, Nick Walsh, a.k.a. worst ref in Scotland. Aye. Had to go to VAR to check it. Which I think is the most embarrassing thing about that because even in real time, that looked like a red card. 
Mm-hmm. That was shocking. Very surprised they're appealing the decision. Um, I did see, I've not read the article, I just saw something on Twitter um, a short while ago. Andy Halliday is hoping that they that they win the appeal or something. Need to see what all that's about. Maybe he said something on open goal or something. I don't know. Um, There'll be some great patter. Aye, it'll be like, aye, I just faked it all, eh? <laughs> I actually dug my nails into my, my leg to make it look like stud marks. Uh, his hair's looking good to get in there, Mr. Halliday. Hi, man, might get the number. Mm-hmm. Aye. Um, so after the card, I mean, in a way, right through to half time, Dundee United didn't have to change the way they were playing at all because all they were doing was sitting back and then hitting us on a, a very quick counter anyway. So nothing changed. It just took us that long to finally fucking get out of our skid and start playing football. Aye, I'm pretty sure they were playing a three at the back to start with, so they just shifted to a four. It was quite a comfortable change for them. Yeah. Aye, and that was it. Yeah. Um, they even went on to hit the post. <laughs> they should have scored. Yeah. Like they could have been 2-0 up at half time. Aye, it didn't really improve a lot, but we definitely came into it more as the half went on. Yeah. And it was still very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Into the second half, some goals then. Um, so Lauren Shanklin's one. Someday walk me through that. He's just stronger. He pushes the boy away. If somehow he gets about fifteen seconds around the penalty spot to just take it down, gets a shot away, and he was lucky it took a deflection that took it right into the corner. Mm-hmm. But if you don't shoot, you don't get it. you don't get these chances. Don't shoot, don't score. Fabric is society. Exactly. Um, Fingers in the ears. Feel like one of our players does this every week. Aye, well, I'm pretty sure he's played for every club previously, but he was previously (laughs) a Dundee United player. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, they were calling him a Dundee United reject, (laughs) which is so untrue. Fine. Aye, who cares? Whatever. Twenty-one goals. Get it fucking up, then. Feels like he scored against Sunday United every time we played them as well. So, moving on to the next goal, then um, a great take and run from Kyle from deep uh, finds its way over to Barry Mackay, who threads a beautiful ball through to Alex Cochran. Yeah. Uh, it was an equally nice finish, wasn't it? If we if Humphreys hadn't scored the absolute fucking screamer of the season, or maybe the history of football ever. <laughs> I think we would talk, be talking about how good a goal this is. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we start at our right back spot. I think it might be cool who gets the ball initially, and he spins the man. Yep. Yeah, and then a couple of one twos, and all of a sudden Cochrane's in, and it's a quality finish low into the bottom corner. No, no it was beautiful. Um, then we won't speak about. Well, it was a beautiful threaded ball from Barry Mackay. It was like the was kind great. of stuff we saw every other week last season. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll save Barry Mackay chat for Mr. Hammy's Jumbles kickback segment this week, shall we? Um, that was a, a fantastic goal. Um, and yeah, ju- just to say how much better uh, Kyle is playing out wide. Just, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, it can be such a simple role. Like, see the way Sakala played against Hearts for Rangers. 
It's exactly how you want Cowell to play. You just go and hug the, hug the touchline and just wait for the breaks. Simple. Aye. It's really amazing. crazy that you play players in their actual positions and they're good at it. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. Um, and Alex Cochran made a, a massive difference when he came on. Like the quality of his balls into the box, just he just seemed so composed and confident. Like he's turning as such a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Kingsley's been bad either. Um he's not at what he was before the injury yet. Um mm-hmm. but Cochrane's just miles ahead of him right now. Yeah, he is. Um, Kingsley went off injured. Um, I'm not sure if there's been any news about that. I haven't seen anything as ever. Nielsen will say nothing. He'll fucking claim his training when he's probably getting operated on. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kingsley, I had he's not been not been great. I'd say. Um, but yeah, give him time. Yeah, exactly. He's still. I think we just expect so much from him because how good he is. Mm-hmm. You know what's never ta- never spoken about the fact that Stephen Kingsley just didn't take any free kicks this season. Aye, good point. It's all went over to to Snodgrass. It's weird, like because he was free kicks last season. We're like, get him in the Scotland squad. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. Maybe Sawgrass, maybe Kingsley's just a wee bit shy and Sawgrass is just like... Big bully. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking the fucking free kicks now, you got it. <laughs> that was it. Um, Humphreys hit the post. That was the weird one where the, the keeper never moved. The ball didn't look like it was going that fast. <laughs> kind of ricocheted back to the keeper. Um, and we'd be sorry. Uh, Janelli's red card moving into injury time. So he was booked for time wasting and then booked for sarcastically clapping Nick Walsh, aka Worst Reference Gold. Listen, I think that's fine. If that's what you want to do, then that's the president president you set. But you you see it almost every fucking there was people screaming in Nick Walsh's face, like telling <laughs> him, like swearing at him, you could see it. And he didn't book any of them and he books a player for clapping. It's like, well, what are your boundaries? What are we allowed to do here? It's football. I mean, no one should be speaking RF like that. No, exactly. I'm I'm not saying like, oh, well, it's fine for players to do that. Like, just book them, just go listen. If you shout at me or you disrespect me, you're getting a book in. Don't pick and choose which things disrespect things. Exactly. And I think on our episode tonight, we just need to get out here and just say that Nick Walsh is, in fact, an arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) And a a little grass. And a little grass. Teenagers for just like quite gently hitting a footballer in the back of the head with a football, something they do like on average forty times a game, and he's got he's grassed on them now. Imagine that Walsh refereed at Tynecastle in like two thousand and four. That was when <laughs> serious serious shit was going down at Tynecastle in the early two thousands. Oh man, right, yeah. <laughs> Can't say anything. <laughs> Get me or us cancelled. <laughs> Which we are. We are fine with progressing. That's fine. We're not saying we're not. Hey, things change. Yeah, exactly. We've all grown up. Well, you have grown up. <laughs> when sober. 
Right, the, the Humphreys won their goal then. Um, picks up, picked up, 18 yards out from goal, strolls up to the halfway line, body and a few folk on the way, and casually pings it into the back of the net from the halfway line on his weaker left peg. Not <laughs> too bad. And let's be honest, he should be getting an England call-up. I'll <laughs> <laughs> join the likes of like Xavier Alonso and David Beckham and exactly. Charlie Adam. <laughs> players who have scored from their own half. Living right. legend Charlie Adam who puts his own name forward for the Aberdeen job. Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> right, fucking awesome. Um, ah, it was it was fantastic. I think it was. I'm sure it was Robbie Nielsen. Uh, Post match said when he hit it, it almost felt like time stood still. Um, and I, that is genuinely how it kind of felt. It was like that the crowd kind of silent went silent just for that couple of seconds as it just floated across in the back of the net. It was, it was quite something. Yeah, it really was. I'll remember it on my deathbed one day. Be thinking about that goal. Your last ever word, Humphreys. Uh, Humphreys. Uh, what a beauty. And uh, I saw Hart's stats on Twitter said that Humphreys' goal is the latest goal ever scored in a Hearts game. By Hearts, I should say. The 98th minute of normal time. Oh, I suppose. I was about to say Graham Weir, but that was definitely not 98 minutes. No, 94 or something, probably. Yeah. Um, absolutely butchered explaining that, but I'm sure you got the gist. <laughs> the Huns knew. And that was that. Hearts are back. <laughs> um, Hammy, Jambles kick back then. What are they saying about Barry McKay? <laughs> Fuck away and don't talk a lot of shame. So I'll um I'm gonna start off with the feelings from post Rangers game Wednesday night and I'll transition to Saturday and let me know if you know when it happens, all right? <laughs> so starts off with getting fed up watching his half-hearted performances like a man down far too often and a luxury we cannot afford to carry. Get him bench for the foreseeable future. Another one says, time's up. He needs punted. He's been dreadful this season and not once have I ever seen him turn up in a big game. Wouldn't miss him a bit if he left Hearts tomorrow. Um, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if he left in the summer. He needs benching right now, though. Another one says, different story if he takes that chance in the first half, but he's been very poor most of this season disappointing considering how good we know he can be on his day. Just not enough of those days at the moment. Um, another one says he's turned into a complete shite bag this season. He's playing more like GMS than the Mackay of last season. Um, and somebody else says, uh, second half today was one of the best 45s I've seen from him. Exceptional. Did you get... There it's turned. There it's turned. <laughs> Man of the match today. Constant threat and a beautiful assist for the second. One in the eye for the dafties slating him the other night. Um, I've been critical of him today. And today was no different. Up until about the 60th minute. Then he turned it on and was brilliant. But, you know, double down as Jansbo's kickback does. He was absolutely minging today. This is Saturday. Cannot start ahead of Humphreys any longer. What were folk watching? Outstanding. He is murder. 
If if that was a good game from him, he needs replaced ASAP. No fight, hides all game and gets plaudits for producing one moment. Yet guys like Grant get hounded for trying to make things happen. Now, I felt personally attacked by that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Barry Mackay, it's funny how th- things can change quite quickly because I, I'm not going to lie, I would have agreed with a lot of the first post. He was pretty, he is pretty anonymous and anonymous missing these big games and hasn't had a particularly brilliant season but then he says when he turns it on two assists um, on Saturdays he's a, he is a good player and I think or especially for the Rangers game I think him playing centrally really buggered him I think when he moved out wide against under United we've seen the best of him and I think that's where he needs to play personally Right, we were talking about setting up your players for success. Playing Barry Mackay centre mid is not going to do that. But I, I do not think he should be sold. No, <laughs> he should not be. Depends how much we can get for him. <laughs> point. Ah, yeah, it's a fair point. I say three million. Come on, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there, was, um, there was some chat about him uh, also being a Rangers fan and that's why he doesn't turn up. And Lee McCulloch and even Robbie Nielsen were getting brought into this conspiracy. And apparently somebody had digged out that Robbie Nielsen was a Rangers fan in his younger days. And it's yeah. all a big plot. I don't know, it sounds a bit Celtic fanish, but I read quite deep into it. Listen, uh, if I ever was lucky enough to make it professionally at football and I didn't play for Hearts but scored against them, and I fucking love hearts. I think it would be fucking funny. No, it would be. No. Definitely. You'd go full Morelos as well, eh? Straight <laughs> to the crowd. Jump into the family section. Yeah, exactly. Straight swearing. in the family section. I'll, I'll say something controversial. Like, I, I think Barry Mackay has had a bad season. That, that's not controversial. And until the second half, second half he was brilliant. He looked like the Barry Mackay of last season. But other than that bit of form there, I don't think our strongest 11 um, necessarily includes Barry Mackay. I think once, say, say Carroll actually continues to play it wide and gets a bit more familiar with, with the team, uh, I think our strongest 11 would be Ginelli, Shankland and potentially Carroll up top, and Mackay not there. Or Humphreys. Yeah, well, that's it. Or you've got Humphreys. It's just we're fitting him in. Eh? Fucking Shanklin's getting chucked about in the midfield and everything now. But <laughs> shoehorn Humphreys in there as well. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Account. He must do something that Robbie Nielsen likes. He must do something really well that Robbie Nielsen wants from the player in that position. But never know. Just those wee moments of magic he's got in me. Like that yeah. wee Freddie pass through to Cochrane for that goal. I can't see anyone else in the heart squad delivering that pass. He's got Grant. it in him. It's just he's not. Did you hear say Grant? No, I said I agree. Fuck Grant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although Grant has actually been all right the last couple of times. So. Has. Aye. He's, uh, he's an interesting one, Barry Mackay. Big, uh, I guess, a big run of fixtures for people like him, you know. Um, we have speaking of George Grant, 
he was in the papers before saying he wanted more game time. He has had a bit more off the bench. He's not really done much wrong, has he? I think he's looked good. Yeah. I agree. I think he has looked good. No, I'd say so. I do, I do. I know we've had the we the results have been great, but the actual performance haven't been great with this formation. I do think we need an extra man in midfield. Yeah. Teams are starting to figure out Snodgrass. Mm-hmm. Oh, aye. They're doubling up on him constantly, and he's aye. he's making a lot of mistakes. And if you're getting doubled up on it, that means there should be an extra man on our side, but there never seems to be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that midfield, and I do think the likes of Grant and even Keogh to an extent can feel a bit aggrieved that the likes of how they're playing in front of them. Or fucking mm-hmm. Mackay and cool. So yeah, I think man, we like to see Jarvie. We've got a few games coming up, quite a few games coming up. So hopefully mm-hmm. see them a bit more involved. I mean, we all know who's going into central midfield though. It's Lauren Shankland. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will be. Yeah, this is the thing when Devlin is injured now as well. Christ knows what's what's wrong with him because Nielsen won't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> But you play someone like Devlin next to Snodgrass because Devlin does the running of two men um, and he'll just give the ball to Snodgrass. He's more than happy if that's his job. But you play Halliday, you know, he's not doing the running of a Devlin type that's going to let Snodgrass play his game. Ah, he's not got the, the energy nor the sort no. of work rate. And I rate Halliday, he's, he's, he is what he is, but he doesn't, that can be Devlin, that sort of signature for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Keogh, I think everyone wants a, a better look at Keogh probably and see what he can do. He's good at pressing. He doesn't when he when he gets into a tackle, he's look, I was looking at his stats on this. His actual duels and tackles are very, very good. But it just feels like the game passes him by like a lot. And I think we saw that a lot against Livingston as well. Like you could have easily forgot he played that game. Aye, yeah. there's no standout performances or real like Taking control of a game that you want to see for like how big is like a six foot two centre mid. Yeah, that's it. At least with Harding, it felt like with Harding, maybe it's just positional sense or something, but for how slow he was, even prior to his big injury, he was always there. You know what I mean? Aye. Um, maybe that's just the difference in a, a level of player. You know what I mean? Position and anticipation. Yeah. Um, and then sadly, concussion. Um, and George Grant is just a bit more of an attacking kind of player, isn't he? You wouldn't expect to play him week in, week out next to Snowgrass and everything to be fine, would you? Aye, you would need to still play an extra one. I feel he's also not yeah. got the legs. It wouldn't be a two. Mm-hmm. Aye, it's, it's already happened to Snowgrass. Like he's funny, you said he's been found out and getting double teamed and it's exactly what happened to Barry Mackay last season as we approached the split team stopped Barry Mackay and then his assist stopped he was the only person creating all the chances for Boyce and the other scorers we've got to be able to adapt tactically and I think Nielsen's been fine with it but I mean I know last season we're saying there's not much um, to play for and we've spoken about that but in the games that did matter, we also seemed like we were a bit out of our depth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Hi. Big run of games ahead. And looking ahead, it all starts this Friday night smackdown against Hamilton Academicals. Um, we we nervous butterfly about me. <laughs> about this one. 
Um, although Hamilton are bottom of the championship, they managed to get through to this round by beating Ross County on penalties after the game finished 0-0. Since then, they've went on to beat Partick Thistle away from home, and then they got a draw at home against Dundee at the weekend. So they are having a wee bounce of form and good fortune, which just sets the tie up perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the perfect sort of cup tie away against a team in division division below Den Shite. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. Is it on telly? It is, yeah. BBC. Oh. Mental that you can't get a Hearts Rangers game on telly, but <laughs> <laughs> no Scottish football on telly on that Wednesday night there. I know a full like, slate of fixtures. Like what a deal we've got with Sky. It's nuts. Um, Jokers, so yeah. all of them. He's expecting to see a, a heap of rotations coming in. You expecting to see a Keel, Grant, Lewis, Nielsen, cheesy and goals. The doing? pitch is also as shite there as it is at Levy. So um, they're a fake pitch worse. as well, aren't they? Right. Yeah. Right, so I think you'll see maybe a few like precautionary changes. But I think with these games, to completely change your team is really dangerous. Especially when you've not got a game like for nine days after that. I think um I think we'll see Snodgrass dropped. Well not yeah. dropped, rested. Um you probably still see Shanklin play players like this, he's your captain and he's going for goals records and stuff. So Aye. it's well it's just another week. Like it's not like we've got an extra game or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Aye, that's it's exciting, but a wee bit worrying at the same time. Um and yeah, just one one game to look ahead at for once. Um and one game to look back at on next week's podcast, which will also be recorded just like this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh no Cameron this week because he's actually in Turkey getting a new procedure which actually adds height. Um <laughs> basically insert like a something that looks like Lego under your feet. And add an inch or two. It's fascinating stuff. Skin graft Lego to the soles of your feet. <laughs> it's incredible what they can do now. So, Hammy, I believe you did the range for by yourself. So, over to you. I am indeed. So, we'll start off having a look at the Rangers' predictions um, that weren't obviously recorded. So, we can't actually legitimize them. But <laughs> let me just have a look. I did really well. Actually, me and Simon did really well, so they were definitely the correct ones. So uh, the first one was Grant to start. Uh, He didn't, um, which was a bit odd and probably the wrong decision, but that was a sell that uh, only Simon, myself and Cameron and Twitter got. Uh, Both teams to score and hearts to win. This is how confident we were. Um, Fucking idiots that we were. Uh, Simon, actually, we all bought it. Every single person bought that. Idiots, all of us, including Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we didn't score and we did not win. A red card, uh, there wasn't. Simon, you sold that. Jarvie, you bought that because you went on. Paddy, you bought that because you went on. I sold it and Cameron bought it for some weird reason. So the Twitter. And over 36.5% possession, which I thought was a really low line, but that was based on the previous game. Um, we did get over that. We had 49%. So everybody bought that. So we all got points. So Simon and myself got three for that week. Cameron, Twitter and Instagram got two. Jarvie, Paddy, 
you got one because you just bought everything because you just went home. <laughs> I, did I not buy a red card in over 36% possession, though? So that would I be. But there wasn't a red card. <laughs> oh, wrong game. <laughs> That's the Rangers. The oh. Rangers. Um, so looking ahead to the Hamilton game, this is the first time I've seen them, as usual. So, first one is. Both teams to score with a note. This has happened six out of the last ten meetings between the sides dating back to March 2017. Mm, just over 50% then sell. <laughs> <laughs> no, you rain, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll also sell. I'll sell, yeah. Uh, sell, sell, sell. I'm going to buy it because Connor Smith might play against us. Unless we've got... Uh, Surely we've got it right. He's not allowed. Nah, to... definitely not. It's confirmed that he's not allowed to play. <sighs> Why is he not? They'll still win 1-0 against us. But... Oh, I'm still going to buy it. Still buy it. Um, so Cameron, he buys it as well because he is... Oh, not here. Uh, next one. Hearts to win in normal time. Uh, so obviously 90 minutes. Hearts have won one of the last five meetings and none of the last four. Drew two, lost two. Against Bye. Hamilton. Well, yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Confident, confident boys. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. it. You're gonna sell it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm a> Jarvie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you don't think both teams will score? So no, no. Uh, or yeah. Or they just or Hamilton just to win. Just hedging my bets. <laughs> um. Right. Next one. Humphreys to start. Bye. 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 Yeah, I'll buy that. I'm also going to buy that. I do think there will be a bit of tinkering. And I think Humphreys actually deserves a starter. Uh, oh, Shanklin's. Uh, suspended, isn't he? Suspended as well. Oh, so. Yeah, of course. Yep, so definitely buy. Yeah, buys across the board for that one. And. Next one, again, confidence, obviously, from Cameron here. He says, hearts to draw Celtic or Rangers in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so what happens if we're not in the next round? Uh, uh, void. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell it. Sell <laughs> it, we need to I, don't because I don't think we will draw them. I think we'll get through, but I don't think... Right, we'll... okay. I'm I'm not not if we win the next round, we then get our... What is where we at? The next round would be the quarterfinal. It would be, yeah. Right, so win in the next round, and then you've got a wee, a wee hand and jolly. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, offering the drive. <laughs> nice. Um, right, the total, so up... And last place is Paddy. Uh, no, Jarvie on 41. <laughs> Paddy, Paddy's on 42. I'm on 43. It's very tight down the bottom. Cameron is on 47 with Instagram also on 47. And up tap is 51, 51 for the Hibs, Simon and Twitter. How has he got Dude. so many points? <laughs> I, I, I call him to question a lot of this, to be honest. <laughs> Cameron, all uh, <laughs> oh, right, you're coming at me. No, 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 not you. That's quite a few fours in a uh, Cameron's column. Yeah, but I bet there is. <laughs> I think I feel like we need an invigilator, yeah, an independent panel, yeah, to monitor by ourselves. 
definitely some shenanigans in the background. Yeah. Backhanders going on, definitely. Right. Simon and Kanders sitting next to each other that Tin Castle remember. So <laughs> some sort of there's scams going on here. Like we give each other handies to stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Hammy, and thank you, boys. So, yeah, join us next time as we look back at a defeat to Hamilton Fuck and ahead <laughs> to ahead uh, to Motherwell away. Yeah, of course, it's away from home. Was that some midday on the Sunday? That's what yeah. Is it on telly? Does that I mean it's on telly? So. Early kickoff on a Sunday. Must be. No, must be. Um, so yeah, aye, that's that's the hearts for you. Um, I follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast to play along with buy or sell. And don't forget to leave us a generous star rating on whatever you're listening on if you enjoyed your sell when at the time of listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, until next time, get yourself down to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. We'll see you again soon. <laughs>